Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. So it's just me today, and I'm talking games, movies, TV. I'm talking stuff from the week when this was recorded, and anything else that's been going on, really. You know the format by now. Unless you're a new listener, if you are a new listener, hello. And if you're, if you're here... Please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. You can also drop reviews. Reviews help the podcast, and uh, you know it's a big help to us. We really appreciate it. Right, let's get started. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. Hello. <clears throat> oh, that was lo- a lovely start, wasn't it? I feel a bit uh, froggy throaty. <clears throat> Not sure why. It's probably psychological for when I'm, you know, starting a podcast. Oh, dear. Um, so, straight off the bat, started, uh, started a new workout. Uh, just over a week ago, although, and weirdly, I'm going to talk about this workout, but today was a rest day. The workouts that I've been doing recently have got rolling rest days. Um, the way it's set, the way it's sort of set up. Um, I'm trying to think how it breaks down. This is like you do two days, then have a rest day. And then you do four days, and then a rest day. So the rest day always moves. Rest days today. Um, but there's been this long-running joke. Uh, the long-running joke being um, that me and my sister were like, <clears throat> oh, my brother-in-law's clearly trying to kill me. Um, and it's been all, you know, ha-ha, very funny, all that sort of stuff, all this time. Um, this, this workout that I'm doing now, I think we can safely say it is, uh, uh, official, he is absolutely trying to kill me. Um, I spent basically the last week, um, at times I felt like I was, like, walking around like a mummy, um, <clears throat> I could barely lift my arms, could barely move my legs. Oh, man, the legs. My legs were hurting four days after doing a leg day. I think the point in time that my legs stopped hurting was the day before I was due to do a leg day. That's the that's the kind of thing we're talking about. Um, my favourite muscle group to work um back and biceps i've always had a reasonably strong back and uh i always like to work arms just it's just the way i'm wired it's just the way i'm built um but i did this this arm workout and 
uh, it's that kind of, I felt like I couldn't bend my arms. I felt like I couldn't move my arms. I felt like I couldn't lift my arms. Um, I'm going to grab my, what is, what is no doubt going to be a very noisy drink to drink on a podcast, because it's got ice in it. See if I can clear this throat. There you go, a little bit of clinky clinky. Unfortunately, not um, not alcoholic or even non-alcoholic. It's an iced coffee. But I don't think it's what it's supposed to be, which is annoying me. <clears throat> right, let me do a big cough. Ideally not into the microphone. <clears throat> How's that? Anyway. Um, it's... It's one of those things. Um, you know, if you compare running to working out... Um, I love working out a lot more, a million times more. I really enjoy working out, even if I complain about it, sometimes. Running, I think I've talked about this recently, but I've never found the enjoyment in running, but I have found the um, the necessity in running. Um was informed recently by said trainer um, that uh, I need to increase distance, which is always one of those, yes, I know, but that involves doing more running, and yeah. Um... I'm going to jump. I'm going to jump from where I am to where to the last thing on on my list to talk about, which is um, I did this insane, insane level of workout. I've been doing it for about a week. <clears throat> Stepped on the scales one day, a couple of days ago, Saturday maybe, just to get an idea of how things were going. Stepped on the scales. I was like, oh, that's not good. Right, it's all right, it'll be fine, it'll be all good by Monday morning. Um, Saturday, cheat meal, Sunday, fasting, um, like intermittent fasting all day. It's going to be great, it's going to be glorious. By the time I step on the scales on Monday, boom, baby. Um, stepped on the scales this morning, and it was not boom, baby, it was boo, baby. Um, Put on weight. Um, not, not gonna lie. The weight thing is, is, you know, this isn't the first time in the last few weeks that I've mentioned this. Um, the weight thing is starting to really annoy me. And yes, you know, you could say, oh well. If you've done an insane workout, is it not possible that you've done two pounds of muscle? Oh, we'd all like to think that, wouldn't we? And yes, I admit that that actually could be possible. 
I feel like if somebody said to me, "We've done, we've we've tested your body, and your body has put on two pounds of muscle," I would say that's fantastic. But is that true? Um, the weight, the weight thing is an issue. I can't, I can't seem to get over it. I can't seem to get past it. I can't seem to break the back of it. Any other phrases and sayings that you know I could use, I, I don't know what is happening. Um, I've cut back on so much. Um, you know, I, I have, I admitted and I held my hands up and I said, food had got a little out of control. There was a little bit too much cake and a little bit too much bacon. And there was an odd, odd takeaway here and there. And that, that was a path to destruction. So all of that went, could all of that still didn't make a difference. So then I was like, right, well, I'll cut back on like portion sizes. Like, you know, I, I have, I have nuts after lunch. Okay. Well, Half the portion size, half the nuts, half the calories. I have these like uh, low calorie bar things. It's like, uh, you know, don't eat, don't eat more than you need to of those. You know, one, two less a day could make a difference. Um, <clears throat> it's. It's hard, it's difficult, it's soul-destroying, it's demotivating, it's painful, it's upsetting. Other words to describe what it's like to work hard week in, week out. To step on the scales week in, week out. To say no to this and yes to that and no being, no, I'm not, I'm not going to eat that and yes, I'm going to go... <clears throat> that bit further on my run like I did this morning and <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm halfway through this workout and I honestly don't think I'm going to make it to the end but I'm going to have to I'm going to I don't know at this point what's going on and I don't know at this point how to fix it um, and obviously that li that leads into other things that bleeds into other stuff you, you start to wonder is there something wrong <clears throat> my brother-in-law suggested to me that I might have like absolutely destroyed my metabolism through the intermittent fasting if that's the case well where do you go from there how do you get past that how do you move on from there what what is the solution Obviously, we've got the whole age as a factor. Age as a factor. Doesn't seem to be a factor when you're putting the weight on, though, does it? Of course not. Um, but it's just harder and harder and harder the older I get to, to, to lose that weight. Um, so, yeah. I am pretty much at a complete loss at this point. I'm just spiraling and I'm just cutting out more and more and more. 
And then somebody, somewhere along the line, somewhere down the line is going to tell me that that's the wrong thing to do. Somebody's going to be like, well, there's your problem. You cut out too much stuff. Somebody once told me that. I once went to a, went to a personal trainer, <clears throat> all, full, all full of, I am, I am the fittest I have been in years. I am, I'm doing so well. And, uh, <clears throat> and he asked me some questions. Um, and a list of questions at the end of it is like, let me guess. You're not, uh, you're not losing any weight anymore. I was like, no, how did you know that? It's like, because you're not eating enough. I'm like, what? Like, you're not eating enough food. I'm like, what? How is that possible? Eat less, lose, lose weight. I'm like, no, I don't work like that once you reach a certain point. It's like, okay. <clears throat> anyway, I'm sure it'll go one of two ways. Either I'll start losing weight. Or I'll, you know, drop down dead of a heart attack. It's it's either or, isn't it? One of the two. So here's one for you. You'll like this. I uh, went to the hospital last week. Went to the hospital um, for an appointment. Which is unlike me, I'm usually arriving at a hospital in an ambulance. Or, uh, you know, similar. So. Your appointment is 20 past 11. Okay, 20 past 11. So it's like the logistics of getting there, where to park, how to actually arrive at the hospital. Took a chance. And... Um, there's a multi-story car park at the hospital so it's like there we go job done park here a little busier than expected but still managed to find space but having left at a certain time got there early okay well you know that early can call into the coffee shop that is in the hospital get a coffee grow a coffee go to the place hi got an appointment 20 past 11 this was like 10 past 11. Okay, cool. Go through there, sit down, take a seat. Okay, go through there, sit down, take a seat. So, as time wears on, you look at the people that who are there when you get there, when you arrive, you know, work, you know try and work out who's been there the longest, who's, who's going to go in next, all that sort of stuff. At the point, I think at the point I've been there an hour was like, right, I've got it. I've worked it out. So on average, somebody goes in once every 20 minutes. As far as I can roughly estimate, there are five people here before me. So, working on that principle, that's an hour and 40 minutes worth of waiting. Still to do, having been there an hour. 
At which point they promptly threw a threw a spanner in the works and took two people in at once. It's like, well, there you go. That's forty minutes gone. Um, I then threw a spanner in the works by not realizing that there was somebody sat around the corner uh, who I'd seen when I got there, but had then promptly forgotten about. Um, so. I think it was a situation where it was been there about two hours, 20 minutes, maybe went into the room, talked to the lady that took, that, that sort of showed us into the room, talked to her for a bit, and then a little bit, and then she made a phone call. And then a little bit, and then a, and then another person came towards them and stuff. So le- left the room, having been seen for a twenty past eleven appointment at ten to two. Um. Yeah. There you go. Just short of three hours. For an appointment. Didn't go to A and E. Didn't didn't rock up. Just like oh, I was in the area I thought I'd call in. For an appointment. Nearly three hours. Now, while I sat there and I'm writing on my on my list, I need to talk on the podcast about the hospital. All this stuff went through my head. I was like, well, I can talk about how this is this is done on purpose. This is done specifically for a reason. And that reason is, is to make the NHS as bad as it possibly can be. To make it a hell of a lot easier to pass the, by the way, we're going to privatise the NHS. And how it's already started and it's already coming in and it's already well underway and nobody's noticed or paying attention or any of that. But then I realised that that would make me sound like a crazy person, so I decided not to. And instead I would just complain about having to sit in a hospital waiting room for nearly three hours. Does anyone remember where I said I parked? Yeah, that's right. Parked at the uh, the hospital multi-storey car park. Now then, here's what you're saying. You're saying, well, that's your own fault because you could have parked elsewhere. Yes, the uh, the elsewhere that I would have parked is uh, a car park that has a two-hour limit. So I'd have got a parking ticket on that one. You know, being at the hospital for three hours. So... Uh, out of the hospital, went to the machine, stuck the ticket in, and uh, yeah, promptly had to phone the bank and remortgage the house to pay for it. So uh, yeah, they're on a nice little winner there, aren't they? But they've probably got some kind of quota for, you know, getting that, that parking bill further up. Once I'd gone to the hospital, I was there that long. They tried to give me a, a ticket that would have got me free parking. Yeah, that was the one time that I wasn't parked in their car park and was just sat there going, 
definitely going to get a parking ticket for this one. Had the um, had the pleasure of going to see my eldest daughter's dance show, dance performance. Uh, I was going to say yesterday, but it wasn't yesterday. It was Saturday. Um, I love a good dance show. Let me. Let me clarify what I mean by that. So, got the tickets for the dance show. On the tickets, it says what it is, when it is, where it is. Across the bottom, said approximate running time. Two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. Hmm. When I say tickets, mm, I bought two tickets, one for me and one for my youngest, because I was like, ah, oh, you know, my youngest goes dancing, it'd be nice for her to see what she what she's doing, what she's working towards, what she will eventually go on to do one day if she continues doing the dancing. Two and a half hours. It's all right, though. Don't panic. There's a There's an interval halfway. I'm like, cool. Even my youngest dance teacher, who's like the 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 boss of the dancing, was like she she said this as she was walking away from me. She went, "Oh, it's a bit long for little ones." <sighs> when would that information have been useful? Would that information have been useful before I paid for the tickets? So, let me clarify. I've talked about this before. I love to see my children do their do their activities. For many years now, it's been mostly dancing. So, love the opportunity to go and watch my children doing their dancing. And I always feel it always fills me with pride when they get out on that stage and they do it and. They're, they're all very good at it. Uh, my youngest hasn't done a dance show yet. My middle daughter's done a dance show. She was very good. My eldest is very good. So being, my, being the opportunity to go and see my eldest, she was doing three dances. Fantastic stuff. She's very good. It's a, it's a joy to watch. Um, I dance along with music, all of that. Um, two... And a half hours. Now it's two and a half hours when it starts on time, which it didn't. It's two and a half hours when your 15 minute interval is 15 minutes, not half an hour. It's two and a half hours when it starts at three and finishes at nearly six. Oh wait, no, that's three hours, isn't it? I had to get my youngest picked up in the interval. Um... Here's the thing, there was three shows. Now, as far as I'm concerned, they could have pushed that and made four shows, split it in half, made two groups, done two shows per group, 
done it for an hour and a half or an hour and a quarter and made a hell of a lot of parents really happy because it was very busy so when my tickets come and they say bench back bench and I realize I've got to sit on a bench with no back support for three hours yay halfway in everything's gravy second half kicks off and I go bit warm in here at the start of the second half that only got worse I can only presume that it's some kind of of revenge it's like a how dare you bring your children to the dance school the dance studio the dance lessons how dare you make that happen As punishment for this, you will be forced to sit. It, it, it beyond baffling why it would be that much time. If you told me it was an hour and a quarter, even if it was an hour and a half, I'd have gone, I'd have taken my youngest, we'd have sat through the whole thing, we'd have enjoyed it, because I would have seen my eldest do three dances in an hour and a half or an hour and a quarter that was quite a big chunk of time but over three hours three dances at probably three minutes a pace isn't i can't stress enough i love i love it i love to see my children doing their activities like say um i love taking my i love taking my youngest dancing because she's very good at it and at one point, I wasn't sure whether that was going to be the case. But it is the case, and she's very good at it. And my my middle daughter, I went to see her show. Um, I think it was all around, around Christmas time. She was very good. It fills me with a lot of pride, a lot of joy to go and see this. And like I say, my eldest, very good. Very good. And I know I'm biased. Of course I'm biased. Of course I am. Of course. That doesn't change the fact that she's very good. But why? Honestly, I'm like, I think I'm going to have to mention it to the dance teacher. And then remember that we're not going this week because it's half term. So there you go. Um, last Last little thing I wanted to cover from... From like the, the week before we go into talking uh, entertainment. Get a little, little wet my whistle while I'm here. Wet my whistle. Um, I want to talk about having a lion. It's such, a, it's such an amazing idea. And in actual fact, it's such a terrible thing. So yesterday, it's Sunday morning. Now this is... They're basically unheard of. Uh, Sunday morning, uh, Leanne got up, took uh, took my youngest downstairs, uh, fed all the animals, and 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 fed fed um, my youngest, and left me in bed. I was like, well, oh. What is this? This is amazing. Rolling around the bed, lying there, 
getting a few extra Z's. Eventually I was like, this is, you know, I'll, I'll get up, I'll get dressed, I'll get sorted. I got up, got in the shower, got dressed, ready to be ready to take the dog out. Honestly, I felt like death. And the whole time I'm like, I, I should have just got up. I should have got up. I should have got the day cracking. I'd have been tired from, you know, general life, but not this sort of tired. There was a point in the morning where my youngest was like, uh, she's, got, she's got these new books. She loves books at the moment. She's got these new books. It's like, oh, daddy, can you read this book to me? Said, sure, of course I can. So it comes to some money. I'm reading the book and I'm getting the words wrong. I'm getting all muddled. I can't talk. And mostly just yawning my head off. Couldn't get enough oxygen into my body. All day. Just spent the entire day like, oh, I'm really glad I had a lion because I feel like crap. For the entire day. Honestly, should have got up. The, the idea, the concept of a lion is great. The reality of a lion is it's a terrible idea. And you shouldn't do it. Don't ever do it. <coughs> Frog will not go. It's getting worse now. Can you hear it? Hmm. Right. Talk some entertainment before you lose your voice. Um, TV, 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 TV wise. Um, I'm on the second series of Black Books. I always, I always remember Black Books going in a certain direction. Um, I always remember the third series not being very good, and I'm sure it was to do with the fact that I think. The and I don't want to. I'm not. I'm not. Don't want to cause any whatever. I'm not throwing anybody under the bus here. But I think the majority of the episodes in the third series are written by Dylan Moran, but just him on his own. And if you go back and look at the earlier series, although he is a writer, it's always him and somebody else. Um, watching series two at the moment, very good, very funny. Um, some some. Good episodes in series two. Um, I think I'm about halfway through at this point. Kind of sort of a couple of episodes a night in, which is good. Um, I think last week I probably mentioned that uh, the whole thing about watching series three of Love, Death and Monsters. Um, I keep calling it monsters. It's robots. Love, Death and Robots. Um and realising that I hadn't actually seen the second series. So uh, I watched all of the second series and, then, and I have now watched series three. Another fantastic addition. Um, if I'm honest, I've gone back and watched a few of the earlier episodes. Um, there's an episode in the first series. Um, it's about werewolves. Werewolves in the military. Um that's really good. I really enjoyed the episode. And there's one about, um, like, uh, fighting beasts. Uh, that's also a very good one. So I watched both of those last night from the, from the first series. 
Series 3 was great. Admire of the uh, the three robots. Um, that's the only one that's been a recurring one, I believe. Um, yeah, it's all it's all great. There was a really good one about um, a farmer um, who had a rat problem, but the rats were intelligent, and he just kept getting sent these like bigger and more aggressive. Um, like robots to take care of his rat problem, um, but no matter what what he sent in, they all kept coming back in like scrap. Um, it's very good. Uh, there's a lot of. I do wish there was a bit more. Like I wish there was more of that episode. I wish they'd made a movie. I'd wish they'd done like a. Um, you know, if it's a twenty minute episode, I wish they'd done a forty minute episode, which can only be a good thing surely um there was there was a really funny one that was um oh, it was called mini something day of the mini dead maybe um and yeah it was a zombie apocalypse zombie outbreak but in tiny miniatures uh and that was really it was short but very very good um that's it tv wise uh, again sort of <clears throat> kind of in that realm of trying to find stuff to watch uh, I, a while ago i'd started a um a netflix version of um ghost in the shell standalone complex um but it was really hard to watch the animations just it's all cg and not great cg so it's quite difficult to watch. Um, speaking of watching, uh, on the movie front, um, my youngest has been watching, uh, has been working away through the How to Train Your Dragon films. Uh, How to Train Your Dragon, the first one, is one of my favourite films. Um, she's been watching it a lot recently, and I, I've I've caught bits with her and watched like big chunks of it with her and i don't know why i don't know how and i can't explain it but i really enjoy that film it's one of my favorite films um the 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 famous story about it is um i watched it on the plane flying to vegas and i enjoyed it that much that it finished i was like man that film is amazing i I thoroughly enjoyed it it was wonderful and then another film started straight after it but it wasn't another film it was the same film again it was house train dragon again and i went i love that film i'm gonna watch it again and i watched the whole thing again it was fantastic um so my youngest have been watching house train dragon after about the tenth time of watching it i was like you do know there are others which didn't really understand i was like there's a there's a second one and a third one and i own them here look and i showed her the box for the second one and she was just like very much like wow that's amazing oh my word just like mind blown by the existence of a second one so she wanted to watch it, and I put it on for her, and she watched it, and just she just really enjoyed it. I sat with her. Um, spoilers if you haven't seen it. 
somebody dies let's let's put it that way somebody dies um and i was sat next to her and she like snuggled into me when when the character died and i was like oh bless her um so we sort of worked through those together um again it's one of those things that i'm getting a lot of joy a lot of um I don't, I don't really know how to explain it. I, I really like the fact that one of my children has taken to these films, these films that I uh, enjoy, hold very dear in some ways. Um, to me, one of my children has gone, I love these films, they're amazing. Um, she has watched the third one, which she finished today. The only, th- the only reason I haven't sort of mentioned that is I didn't watch any of it did realize i've only seen it once and there's this conversation about my eldest has never actually seen the third one but she's seen the first two um so there's this possibility of doing a bit of a watch i don't think my middle daughter might have seen all of the first one certainly hasn't seen the second so it's kind of leaning itself to doing like a like a triple bill for these films um for uh adult the adult out there um last week mainly i watched jaws which i spoke about in the podcast so as i'm sure you can imagine this week we watched jaws 2 not quite as i remembered jaws 2 about an hour in i said to lena i was like hey I'll tell you something you know what this film could do with and she was like, something happening. And then she was like, oh, a shark. I was like, yeah, this film could do with a shark because there hasn't been a shark in this film for an hour. Very strange. Uh, watching it again. Very strange film. I remember it very different. Um, freaking shark's not in it. For an hour. You know, I didn't like the first one. Like, you know, the 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 town was plagued by the shark. In the second one, it's like a group of kids are plagued by a shark. It's not even the town. It's just it's just some kids out on a boat or a raft or whatever you want to call it. Um, not the most enjoyable film watching experience. Um. Towards the back end, it does ramp up, obviously. But, and pun almost intended here, but I felt like the ship had sailed by that point. I felt I was disappointed enough to be like, I don't really care now. Um, and, I know from experience, it's only downhill from here. So it's one of those where there's four Jaws movies, and there should only probably be one Jaws movie. I know that's one of those, you know, old man opinion kind of things. But <sighs> it wasn't a great experience. And now I'm like, oh my god, do I have to watch the third and the fourth? Because they they're even worse. So yeah, a bit on the fence about what to do with that one. Um, computer games wise last week I told you to strap yourselves in 
because I was going to blow your mind by telling you that <clears throat> I've actually played VR for the first time in forever. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you this. I've played even more VR. I'm not a fraud when I put it on the tags for the podcast. I have played more VR. So, now I've I've finished all of the Vader Immortal games. Those games go downhill fast. It's weird. The, um, The dojo is the best part of the second one. It's not as good in the third one. And as far as the story and the actual gameplay is concerned, by the third one, it's like, why did you even bother? Um, I've been playing Gun Club because when I had to wipe my quest a little while ago, lost all of the saves and stuff, so I've been working through that. Buying all the guns, buying all the upgrades, shooting all the cardboard targets. Uh, Been really enjoying it. Been really enjoying working my way back through it. Uh, it's been it's been good fun. Um, played quite a bit of Pistol Whip. Uh, I mean that game is just an absolute masterpiece. Something I have realised recently is that I have been leaning towards just playing the same songs. Um, I found at one point that um, when you selected the levels, it would tell you like how many enemies were there were, and I would like put various modifiers on. So I'd like dual gun, but hard. But can't die. So you you know you want as many enemies as possible to make it fun. Um, and at the time it used to when it used to tell you how many enemies, then you learnt which ones were the best ones to do the most shooting. Unfortunately, now I, I just seem to play the same song, so I've been trying to branch out a little bit uh, on that front. Um. Also, and this will come to no surprise to anybody who used to listen to the podcast back when I used to talk about VR, I have also started playing Arizona Sunshine again for the bajillionth time. Probably coming up to being about halfway through that. Still as fantastic as ever. Um, What I'm working my way towards is working back to doing some PC VR. I've got a big pile of um, PC VR games that I've not even touched yet. Uh, but I'm just easing myself in gently. Uh, I had a few issues. PC VR, last time I played, it pulled me up a little bit. Um, so I'm just getting back into it, getting back into the swing of things, and then I think we'll sort of venture into back into the world of PC VR. From a console game perspective um, probably mentioned last week I was playing um, Dying Light Um, having played through the beginning and really enjoying it once it properly opens up into the game you kind of find that you you stop enjoying it quickly And and it ends up being this situation where you just running from one place to the other I hate games that put you on the back foot 
which is why I often don't like survival games. It's why I can never get on with No Man's Sky, no matter which iteration of it you play. It's always the same. You've never got enough resources. You're always on the lookout for stuff. It's just a slow and steady banging your head against a brick wall. In game form. Dying Light feels a little bit like that to me. You've never got enough weapons. You've never got enough material to fix your weapons. You've never got enough health. You've never got enough anything. Yes, it all centers around progression. Yes, you need to unlock skills to make the game not easier, but more playable. Easier to manage, I suppose. <clears throat> but I was just in—I was just in this position where I was playing it, and I was just like. I'm not really enjoying it. It's stressful. And as somebody who plays games to relax, a stressful game is not really where I'm at. Luckily, I pre-ordered a game six weeks ago or something, uh, forgetting that, forgetting completely that that game needed to be paid for, and forgetting completely. It came out the day before payday. Um, however, I realised this in plenty of time. I managed to uh, make sure it was all good. Right up to the point that they went, oh, we tried to take your payment. And your card has been rejected. It's like, what do you mean? I made sure that there was, there was, there was all, it was all good. When I looked, I was like, yeah, that card's expired. So you're never going to get any money out of that one. <clears throat> made the change, made the switch, paid the man. And a couple of days later, Sniper Elite 5 turned up. Yes, I mentioned that I was working up to uh, Sniper Elite 5 coming out fairly soon. And it came out on Thursday. It arrived on Thursday as well. Got it installed. Was like, don't feel I've miss. I'm don't feel I'm missing too much. If I get straight into playing it, what can we say about Sniper Elite Five? I hear you ask. Well, what we can say is this. Oh, it's good. Oh, I like it. But <clears throat> so. I have enjoyed all but one of the Sniper Elite games, and that's because I haven't played the first one. Played two recently, played three again recently, was about to start four again, but five turned up. They made some changes, some for the better, some for the worse. You know how these things go, it's just the way it is. One of the changes they've made for the worse, which I can't work out why, is they've removed the ability to do a crouch run. So in 4, if you crouch, like you spend the majority of the time doing, you could also click the run button and still run. No idea why, but they've removed that for this one. Seems like a strange choice. Something they've added to this game is um, <clears throat> it's a little bit further forward in time. So they've added... Uh, a 1911 
silenced pistol. Uh, the 1911 is one of my favourite handguns, and they've stuck a silencer on it and uh, given that to you. Previously, for anybody who's not played it, you had a gun called the Wellrod, which is a single shot silenced pistol. It was very useful when you're trying to be stealthy, stealthy. Now, there's the thing. Stealthy, stealthy. So, I've been running around in this game, did the first level. First level was amazing. However, first level was amazing and took me two days to complete. It was big. It was bold. It was brash. It was beautiful. Level two comes around and they take some stuff away. N namely, silenced rifle ammo. Uh, ammo. That's a problem. If you want to be quiet, silenced rifle ammo is useful. <clears throat> Got into a situation on the second level, uh, ended up in a bit of a gunfight. Uh, I think, and you'll never hear me say this ever, but I think I might have the difficulty set a little bit too low. Uh, you get into a, you know, like gun, if you get into a gun battle, you can kind of win it. Which kind of goes against the spirit of Sniper Elite as a series. Um, what it does mean is that you can kind of get out of situations that you wouldn't have previously been able to get out of in previous games. Um, <clears throat> there does seem to be an endless amount of enemies per level. They just keep coming. Um, so if you do end up in a gunfight, there's loads and loads and loads of loads of enemies that just keep coming and coming and coming. You can move away from the area, move away from the situation, that seems to stop things. But uh, as I found last night, almost completely giving up on stealth, um, it 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 was it was that bit of a bit of a situation where you can just kind of shoot your way out of most things. It does feel very much like I'm not playing in the in the way I'm you know I'm not playing the game the way I'm supposed to. It's supposed to be played stealthy. It's supposed to be played very stealthily. It's the kind of game that if you mess up, you should be load reloading and doing it again and doing it better. I haven't found myself doing that, but there is a reason because Sniper Elite Five has taken some. Big cues from the Hitman series. So now you can hide bodies in random boxes dotted all over the level. It's like, where did you get the idea for that one, Sniper? Hmm? 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 The other thing is, you seem to be able to unlock different starting points. The game is very much giving you the clues that it's supposed to be played more than once. The levels are supposed to be played more than once. There's a lot of thing, a lot of things to uncover and discover throughout the levels. Things to pick up, things to collect, that sort of stuff. It's already screaming, you will play this again and you will play it differently. Borrowed a lot of stuff from the Hitman games and not necessarily for the worse. It might not be standard down the line sniper elite, but that might not be a bad thing. I I, I am enjoying it. It's the kind of game that makes me want to, you know, not, you know, 
sack off work and play computer games instead. And that always feels to me like a good sign for a game. Um, it's like, man, I wish I was playing Sniper Elite 5 rather than, you know, doing this piece of work right now. That is surely a good sign for a game. Um, so, yes. At this point in time, touch wood. Um, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it a lot. Looking forward to seeing where it goes. I'm aware it's only eight levels. And I think I've done three. So, not quite halfway through. I might have started the fourth one last night. Um, and like I say, it screams, play, play me again. So, we'll see how that goes. Uh, and that's it. That is it for computer games that's it for the podcast if you made it this far thank you very much for listening along um as i mentioned i think it was last week's episode i mentioned if you want to see more of a particular thing from this podcast and less of other things if you tune in to hear what i've been doing on a weekly basis and you're not really bothered about any of the entertainment stuff drop me a line and let me know However, if you're like, oh, I wish this guy would just get to the get to the entertainment and stop talking about his boring life, drop me a line and let me know. Maybe I can tailor the podcast a little bit more to what you guys want to hear. There we go. That's that. I'll catch you next time. So there you go. What do you think of that? Another one done. Another one gone. Thank you very much for listening along with me. Before you go, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. You can also drop reviews if you've got a spare couple of minutes. And you can also check out our website, thecookiecast.com. We've got social media links and an email button. Gives you many ways for you to get in touch with us. Let us know how you're getting on. There we go. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then.